But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey, chopping it up from the Cabinet Creations Sports Desk. It is Sturch. It is Goot. He left the shades on. It is Gooch, and it is Nick behind the glass. We got Madison in the building. Uh, packed house today, packed show today, as always. We hope everybody's doing well out there. And um, Let's see some. Going. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, if you're watching the show right now for the first time ever, we go live every single day, weekdays at 11 o'clock. Appreciate you guys for checking us out each and every day. Please like the video. That helps us out. If you want to support Shop Sports in a monetary way, you can do so by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash Shop Sports. And that's the way to do it. It's a three of five, it's a $10 operation. Uh, we appreciate everybody who's come on. Um, and again, we got ourselves a pack day tomorrow as we're going to head to the cap house uh, to record some trailer uh, to uh, promote some of the stuff we're going to be doing in the fall as football season is right there. I can feel it. I can feel it in my veins. Inject that shit in my veins uh, because it is uh, the I feel best like season this, of the I world. feel like this show is growing without our, our knowledge. There's like 11 more people added to it, but it's a, it's a good group of guys. Sean Redden, if you don't know the podcast, he's got a really good podcast. Does he really? To it? Yeah. Wait a, a minute. Time out. Sean, the guy we talked to from Philly? Yeah, man. He's in the group chat. I've hey. been listening to his podcast. He's always on the... Uh, he goes on... What's he talking about? General sports? I, I mean, I'm, I know he's he a Philly, fo- just... football guy, basketball guy, but he's a... It's gambling. Let's get well, him on the network. Related. What are we doing? So, what, are we, what are we waiting for? Um, anyway. I don't know. He's so, on his way, yeah. though. Anyway. Uh... What's up, Dave? What's up, Cleats? Yes, that's going to stick. I don't give a shit. What's that's going to stick. Up, what's up? What's up? We want to also uh, give you a little bit of a preview ski of something that we're bringing to the podcast network of side of things. Obviously, brand new Till Mets Do Us Part out now. They talk all about Max Scherzer and Jake DeGrom and all this stuff. Uh, but also coming to the network is, what? Ugh, damn, who gives a puck? No, what is it? Not giving a puck. Not giving a puck with Nick. All right. Our intern has earned his stripes. He's going to be starting his own hockey podcast in the offseason. We've got the draft coming up tomorrow night. I know nobody knew that until I actually said that right now, that the NHL draft is tomorrow night. And I think the Devils have what? The number one overall pick because they suck? Number two. They have number two. Number two because they suck. I'm a hockey guy. You're a hockey guy. I mean, I'm not a hockey guy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But anyway, so. Fine. The the Devils have the second overall pick, so a trailer will probably drop within the next couple of days, but he's going to start doing a weekly podcast uh, talking hockey, so we're excited about that. I know I'm excited about that. I know guys like Mike Salerno down in Florida are excited about that. The squeaky bum time, he talks soccer, big hockey guy, so you'll have him on. From time to time, well, listen to me telling you what to do with your show. You do whatever you want, but I think he's a good good insight. So, Nick, I promise I won't listen, but I will subscribe and and turn on the bell or whatever you got to do. I will get automatic downloads so you could count on me. I mean, buddy. that's just helping Thank ourselves. You. Oh, well, no, it's <laughs> it is our Nick. podcast. So, so I mean, like, no, I, I will give it. A, I will give it a go, but I just don't. You know, we set up all the production yesterday. Chose a theme song today. We got a rock and a roll, man. I'm excited about that. So, anywho, uh, we hope everybody's doing well. By the way, uh, a little bit of an update. On the Dane Cook scenario, uh, yesterday we put out a poll to see if you guys felt like Dane Cook was funny. Um, it leans towards no. Um, I, I don't know the specific numbers. I think about 25 people chimed in, uh, and it leaned towards no. But I do want to say, and shout out Dane Cook, because he saw the story. 
He saw the story, and uh, he's probably like, look at these low-class losers who don't like my comedy. So, well, Or at least like one. I love his comedy, no, I'm, so I'm, I'm not, not going to get I'm into all honest, that. I'm an honest loser. I'm not low-class loser. loser. Okay, cool. Um, Dane Cook, look. The guy had a rough patch with his family. We heard that story yesterday. I was yeah. like, they were like, you, you, you have to feel bad now because he had a, a tough situation happen to him. It's like, yeah, I didn't say I didn't like the guy himself. No, you did call him a piece of shit because he was a Boston well, he's a Red piece Sox of shit, fan. pussy Red Sox fan. But that has zero to do with the <laughs> fact that he's not funny. He's also not funny. I'm pretty sure Bill Burr's a Red Sox fan, right? Uh, is he a Boston guy? Um, I think yeah. he is a Boston guy. He's You're the right. first guy. He's he's actually doing his show at Fenway Park. The first. Did you see Fenway community. Park put up a preview of the captain? Yes. That was yes. pretty cool. Yes, that was nice. uh, that Boston. Hilarious. What was that? It was hilarious. That's so super good. ESPN <laughs> typically does suck at life, but that was good on ESPN. Yes, ESPN definitely delivered on that one. Uh, but yeah, so that's that. So that's pretty much all I got for that. Now we also have the rundown. Things we're going to be talking about today. Uh, today's biggest topic is surprise NFL teams of 2022. We'll get into that in a little bit. But first, Gooch, take it away, son. All right, so... Yeah, today's topic, surprise NFL teams. Well, keeping it in the NFL, nobody wants Baker Mayfield. So there was news released that the Seattle Seahawks released a jersey accidentally in their shop. Uh, I think that was sometime last week, and there's been rumors that Baker was headed to Seattle. Well, the Seahawks poured cold water on that. Baker Mayfield is headed nowhere. He's not headed to Cleveland. He's not headed to Seattle. Maybe Carolina. Maybe we'll hear about that later. Yeah, we'll talk talk about about that a little bit. Your surprise teams. You just Uh, give it away. You just gave it away. I mean, (laughs) I think the thumbnail gave it away. Ah, very true. But um, moving to the NBA (laughs) and and somewhat the NBA, it's the summer league. Chet Holmgren shines in his summer league debut. I think he had twenty four seven. Who plays in the summer league? Everybody or just the rookies? Uh, The rookies, the the guys from the G League. There's a. So no stars actually play. No, no stars are saying. I think they'll play in the Drew League. Maybe some stars will play in the Drew League over the over the. um, The hell is the Drew League? It's just a thing that they do. The Drew League? Let's let's not. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong. I've never heard of it. I think there is a Drew League, though, where the the stars kind of team up, and they they have their own little basketball basketball league. All right. But um, don't quote me on that. Okay. But, yeah, Chet Holmgren, he set the blocks record for the summer league in his debut, and he poured it in on offense. He had the Dirk fadeaway work, and he dunked on some people. So as uncomfortable as he may Look, he does look and uncomfortable, like, and as uncomfortable as he make you feel, may make you feel when you <laughs> look at him. He is a very good basketball player. He's got a player. very, very um, punchable. There's face. already Dirk and KD comparisons. I know oh, it's early, Jesus. but I mean that Dirk fadeaway he hit yesterday was spot on. Shit, like you can't compare him to Dirk like right um, off the rip. Stop. Michael Jordan uh, is donning the cover of NBA 2K as 23. Should. I, I should have brought this up yesterday. Nick brought this tidbit to us. Um, I find it interesting because Michael Jordan is the one guy that you couldn't play as. He was we number 99. He was either number 9 or number 99 or player 99, and there was no Michael Jordan. So now Michael Jordan, I guess, signed that deal, and the rich get richer. So congrats to Michael Jordan. He finally There's made it. There's also a tidbit with that. He is now the first player in 2K history to be a 100 overall. Well, And rightfully so. Ooh, so okay. shout out to his Aaron. I like that. Um, Major League Baseball news. Mad Max returned yesterday, struck out 11. I think it was over six or maybe five and two-thirds. Um, but they got the loss. Mets got blanked by the Reds and Nick Lodolo. Nick Lodolo, I believe you own him, right? Yeah, I do. Courtesy of my advice, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. You, you have to drop that in there. Um, so Nick Lodolo sh- uh, did well in his return from the injured list. Uh, little <laughs> side note, I did not hear any news coming out of where does the Mets play their A-ball? Wherever, Port, Port St. Lucie. I have not heard any news out of Port St. Lucie that Jacob deGrom one-upped Mad Max. I didn't hear anything. That's, so if there's any Met fans that are listening, could somebody drop some knowledge? Did Jakey Boy actually 
Jake pony boy. up. Shout or out to you, Jake. Or is he cheapskate? Like, um, well, he's headed to Atlanta anyway. So not really, not much to worry about. He'll, he'll come back. He'll oh, have his two-month man, audition. You're going to light that fire? This way the Braves know that what they're getting next year, he's ready to go. Mm. Um, out of baseball, moving to college football. The Big Ten has its sights set on Notre Dame, fresh off the heels of the USC-UCLA merger, I guess, 2024. I feel like the writing is on the wall for Notre Dame if they want to have any chance at a postseason going forward. Mm. They're going to have to get into one of these conferences. But more news with the Pac-12. They're being poached by basically everybody. I think the Big 12 is now in on Stanford, Oregon, pretty much any remaining team that's of note. (laughs) is probably going to be headed to the Big 12, and I believe that's going to end up causing an ACC-Pac-12 merger-slash-partnership, uh, they're calling it. So very curious to see how college football landscape is going to look in 2024. That is my rundown. Dave, do you have any notes? I do have notes. I took notes uh, because this is I'm, I'm very interested in, in a couple <laughs> of these things. First of all, the Notre Dame. Was there ever a point with Notre Dame that it was um, – They've never been in a conference affiliate in football, right? It's always been independent. So this would be their first dip into a conference play. At least in my knowledge for football. I know that they used to be Big East in basketball. Could and this possibly be the, even like, ACC? I think ACC was the one that – I think that might have been the 2020 season. I know that they were Big East was way back, but crappy. possibly moved on. My, my question is this, though. Like, clearly the NCAA um, has lost all control. Is, is that fair? Like, it's these conferences are taking over yeah. the college football as we as we see it because now it's like you know teams are moving out of the Pac-12, they're moving to the Big Ten. While this is great for the fan base of like a Rutgers, for instance, because you get to go now go to the Rose Bowl to go watch some football, you get to go to uh, wherever the fuck um, UCLA plays. Um, I don't even know where they play, but um, the Rose Bowl is where USC plays. Yeah, uh, but like that's awesome on the road trips, but like. Where, at what point does the NCAA? I think that USC plays at the Coliseum and UCLA plays at the Rose Bowl. Sure, fine. Yeah, okay, I'm probably wrong. Whatever. I like it matters. Uh, what I'm saying is, you're going to the left coast. Congratulations, you get to go to California now. All you New Jersey Rutgers fans who want to make the trip. Uh, but in any event, I lost my track of thought. But I was it's cool. Oh. They're cool. Um, yeah, yeah, no. The ahead. NCAA. I was just trying to pick you up. What I'm what I'm it's saying cool, is, they're cool. The NCAA. Not my sunglasses. <laughs> There's questions uh, being risen uh, in the chat. About I knew that's why I did it. I'm yeah, great. Trying to be a, uh, um, anyway, so the NCA are we are we heading towards it just being almost like abolished in, in football? Like, are we done? Like, is all these conferences are becoming such powerhouses? Right? The NCAA doesn't. It's no longer. It's not even like the, the, NCAA, the playoffs. I feel like once the NIL dropped. They the lost NCAA all was control. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, I think it's been happening. Did you see that one high school player that's worth like eight million dollars? You see that shit? There's probably several at this He's point. He's slinging that ball in practice in his pajamas, by the way. Shout the, out to you're talking about 2022 the kid, the kid kids who need to go uh, out there and sign with the pajamas. Hurricanes. Miami, the Miami quarterback. He's I don't a know, se- but senior in high school this year, but I think he committed to Miami on an eight million dollar NIL deal. I was just going to ask that. Uh, Ken Pullman says, "Do we have another scratch cornea? Are we? Uh, are those absolute uh, eyewear sunglasses? These are uh, fifteen dollar Panama Jacks, baby. Right outside uh, Tiki Monday, I got these to save my save my eyes from being severely sunburned. Ah, we well, should Courtesy go to absolute Johnny eyewear Bench. for your uh, your next pair prescription." They got Ray Ban. They got the Panama Jack fifteen dollars specials. They got a lot. They got a right? special for you, Gooch, because they are who they are. Um, um, but I anyway, feel so. I feel like more comfortable right now. I feel like I'm. What like are you another, fucking Julian another, from uh, from Big Daddy? Like you like think like you're invisible now? Like oh my god, Gooch! 
Coach, where'd you go? Julian is my new cat's name. So shout you got out another to cat, King Julian. Yeah. Are you turning into like the cat guy? Like yes. Wow. I couldn't no, take you for bro, a cat cats guy. are cool as long as they're yours. Other people's cats are fucking weird. Gotta admit, but. My cats I used to shit. say cats are just assholes. And, and, like, shout out to my cats, who were, by the way, named after the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, former Dallas Cowboy, Des Bryant, and um, Ezekiel Elliott, which Ellie, my girl cat, can pass block with the best of them. <laughs> just oh, yeah. so everybody knows. But anyway, so. We got we got Brian coming in saying it will be. Super, all right, so he's saying the NCAA will be gone altogether by wow. in, in the okay. next 10 years. Bold. And it's going to be two super conferences. Ooh. I mean, watch on YouTube, Brian. Appreciate you. <laughs> Excuse me. Even though you God gave permission, it, cough. Um, yeah, I agree. Away. The NCAA, I don't know what their what their purpose is at this point. It's looking like they're like the Pac-12, where the Pac-12 is just desperate. They're they're having this meeting. The NCAA is probably just reeling. They got completely just shut down by Congress. They have no leg to stand on. They've been ruling things the way like Roger Goodell does for a really long time. Only. They will. Always, they don't have the owners. Like the college football doesn't have the owners. I feel like they'll always have college basketball though, because they they run the tournament. The no, biggest. they're they're not not particularly. I mean, like they might call it something different, but the, if the NCAA is gone altogether, they're not. They're going to call the tournament something different. Easy. That's a fucking whatever. Easy what, yeah, whatever sponsor yeah, drops like, the most coins to drop some money. Like, the Outback Bowl, the like, Barstool okay, Sports, Barstool Sports Tournament, NCAA, Chop yeah, that, Sports Bowl. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. I, I, that was my only note. Um, you did say something about uh, Max Scherzer coming back. He, he, a great performance out of him, obviously. But you got to get that. You got to get that win. He, like that, those are the. It's the Reds and, and like both New York franchises, the Yankees and the Mets, have lost to poverty franchises last night. You know the Reds are shit, and so are the Pirates. So it's like it's weird to me. Funny that both New York teams who are juggernauts this year lost to shit teams. Kid I work with, he was he put in a parlay. It was a, a three way, and it was. Mets win, Yankees win, and Scherzer over over K's. And I was like, the only one that's going to hit probably is the over because it's oh, just I wrote, one of those weird things. I don't know, man. Why are you parlaying? I wrote, I wrote the uh, what was it? Oh man, the something Uncle Paul. You know, I, I forget who who came up with it. Um, Paulie Paulie parlay or something. It was I think it was Sean who came up with this. It was the Dodgers. All run lines, by the way, not money lines. So like the the spreads, it was the Dodgers, the Mets, and the Yankees. I had like a dollar fifty nine left in my uh, my account, and I was like, I'm let it ride, bitch. And then, then Times I lost. Are tough. So now you Dave, all Dave owe me a dollar fifty. You know why? Yesterday. You know why? Because I cashed out. I cashed out my winnings well, from. That's a real loser move. No, no, no. I needed. I wanted new sneakers, and I wanted a couple new jerseys, and I wanted some new things. So what better way to Take my winnings that I got courtesy of the sauce. Dave is and all cash out. off the wagon. What are you talking? I'm going to go back loser, for football. bro. How do you not gamble away your fucking life? <laughs> yeah, like how do I not else? gamble on baseball every single night? But shout out to the sauce and and um, and AJ and, and Toast. Those guys are putting on some great content. They're picking things every day over there on that network for baseball. And like I said, that gets the dog days of summer are coming where it's like, okay, there won't be any training camp yet. And there's going to be just baseball. But they're doing well. They're doing well. So shout out to those guys. I do want to say that the Chop Sports Daily is being brought to you by a man named Michael Fusco. Uh, and the Fusco Insurance Agency had a talk yesterday right. with uh, Joe Pizzamenti of Attitude of Gratitude Consulting. Uh, he was here yesterday. He's actually, he rents one of our offices. And he uh, he told me, he's like, man, 
Fusco is just rolling right now. He's got so many services. So I'm wondering out there, if you're worried about your money and running out in retirement or long-term health care or anything like that, you're worried about your family stability, you got to head over to Michael Fusco. You can call him at 718-701-5787. He'll do a complimentary consultation. He's going to be able to explore uh, trying to get you a comprehensive retirement plan using life insurance, annuities to help you build a more secure future so you can worry a little less now. Guarantees and protections are also subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available in all states. And I will also say that he's doing customer financing with a FICO score of 540. I almost said 540, but I said I did say 540. I, I wound up saying 540 anyway. But anyway, so you could do that. Fusco, Fusco score. FICO score. <laughs> I'm on a roll right now. Remember that time I said I needed that extra cup of coffee? I did not. Uh, rumors have it that I did not need this extra cup of coffee. Uh, you can also go talk to him about your financing options up to $300 or starting at $300. PrestigeTaxFinancing.com. So, Gooch, uh, I know that we haven't received payment from Chop, uh, from um, from Manscaped, but would you do them a solid anyway just in case they hit us up later and say, I'm sorry for uh, the delay? I will. So, have you ever <laughs> shaved your nutsack with a porcelain blade? If you haven't, head on over to manscaped.com. Use the promo code Shop Sports. They have a porcelain blade. A porcelain blade? Yeah. Like what makes a toilet? What? Yes, Dave. But like, I'm asking you. Like, that's yes, porcelain. Okay. I didn't think that was a thing. Did you just make that up? I didn't. Oh. It reduces right. the risk of nicks and cuts. Manscaped.com, promo code Shop Sports. Pay us. Thank you. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. <laughs> I mean, you oh, know, shit. what's right. right is right. What is right is right. Um, okay, so anyway, let's get into the NFL, <laughs> please, for the love of God. So we got some surprise NFL teams coming out of the woodwork. There's Every year this seems to happen. Um, in which there's a surprise team that comes out of nowhere and su <laughs> surprises people. <laughs> Dude, what is wrong with me today? You're the one with the sunglasses. I James should be wearing the, the sunglasses. Fucking, the head of the redundancy department of redundancy. I, I, <laughs> I'm fucking losing it right now. Anyway, surprise NFL teams, right? So we'll start with Mr. Gucci. We'll do one in the AFC, one in the NFC. We each have one. And then we have like a middle-of-the-road team that's like on the fringe that could definitely take the next step to be good, right? But then we also, I, I definitely want to fall off uh, a cliff at this point. <laughs> I want to also describe some teams I think that might fall off as well. This has been one heck he of a morning. He wants to describe the teams. He doesn't want to name them. He wants to describe them. Yes, sure. Like Did I say color, that? Yeah. Holy colors, shit, dude. A, a solid description. pre-workout. Like, it's not a perp. It's not a, like. Burner. Do you know what a perp is? Perp is a man of like interest, right? Like a man of interest. So me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, possibly baby. a perp. Anyway, you're a perp. <laughs> anyway, so let's is... start. Well, I don't know which order we put in the criminal in. I think, 
In a, um, are you about realm. to just recite the uh, Law and Order um, theme song? In a criminal world. No? All right. Anyway, this is off the rails. But anyway, let's start with the NFC. Surprise team, Mr. Gooch. Who do you have as your surprise team in the NFC? All right. So my surprise team or my, like, big surprise team. Which, your long shot surprise team. All right. So the Detroit Lions. Ooh. This is going also to... to I, I say ooh as if I didn't know who you were going to yeah, say. Yeah, I picked the Detroit <laughs> Lions for two reasons. One, I really buy into their offensive line and their philosophy as a team and their Bite head coach. Biting kneecaps. I don't, but I don't think their head coach is the guy. I've gone on record to say this. I don't think he's the guy that could ever take a team to a Super Bowl. But for a team like Detroit, who needs to fight for everything, and the way they played last year showed me a lot about the way that team plays for that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy being Dan Cover Campbell, machines. no disrespect. Um, yeah, but Detroit Lions, I think they have the parts on offense, finally. Jared Goff is their one liability on the offensive side of the ball because their running game is good. They have decent receivers now. Very good, young, decent receivers at that. Um, a really good young tight end. And Jared Goff, he could, he could uh, play some mistake-free football, but he's going to have to step up a little bit in, the, in some second halves in this year. Uh, defense is on the come-up. I'm not really completely sure. I think that they're like middle of the pack, but compared to last year, they're a lot better. And um, I just like the coach. They're looking at what is their over-under um, win, six and a half. That's going to be dicey, but I'm going to have to roll with it because I'm not a big believer in Minnesota. I'm not a big believer in Chicago. I was just going to ask you, like, in order for them to make the leap, they got to battle within the North. So I like, feel like the North has been not that great. You know, I'll, I'll go on. I'll admit that uh, the Packers are going to have an easy time in their division this year. I feel like the best competition for them is possibly the Lions. So okay. I know that Kyle's going to jump in and talk shit because he's a big Vikings guy this season. But I'm not buying Kirk Cousins or that defense. All right, um, staying in the NFC. Uh, and, and I wanted to pick the Lions to prove to you that I could talk good about a team within my division. Oh, okay. So we're proving things to each other yes. now. Okay, cool, yes. cool, cool. Um, I'm not going to pick anybody from the NFC East. I will pick the Carolina Panthers to be the surprise team of this year. Um, only for the sole purpose. I'll, I'll back the Panthers up if they get good quarterback play. And when I say good quarterback play, I mean like anything better than what Sam Darnold and, and company showed last year. I know Cam Newton was back for a minute and a half and his arm back, right? And then he just completely sucked up so the joint. Embarrassing. It was very embarrassing. Very cringeworthy. Um, but if they get some kind of quarterback play, either out of Sam Darnold or Matt Corral, who, by the way, is on the Panthers, not the Washington Commanders yeah, yeah, there, yeah. Nick. I take, I take full responsibility for that big one. L, big L on that one. Sam Howell confused. Yeah, it's fine. They're one and the same. Um, but Matt Corral's over there. Or, or, it's still July. They could still make some moves. If they want to be competitive right now, you get more competitive by adding a Baker Mayfield. Jimmy G. You get more competitive by adding Jimmy G. <laughs> Any quarterback at this point. Sam Darnold, like I said, I'm not like totally closing the book on Sam and the, what he's capable of doing. He was rushing for a lot of touchdowns early last year, so people are like, "Oh, look at that, he can run now." But like, I don't, I don't know. I, I still am like this way. I'm, I'm a little flippy floppy with with Sam Darnold. Um, Matt Corral, again, nobody knows what the hell he's doing. Yeah, I do. think also their division is up in the air. Yeah, well, I know I'll, you're I'll get more into the division team, in a little bit because I, there's another team there's I want some, to talk about. Some question marks but the Panthers teams in their division too. DJ Moore. One of the better receivers in the league. I think he's on the come up. Um, J.C. Horn, second-year corner, so I think the defense is better. Remember, before they ran into the buzzsaw known as the Dallas Cowboys, 
They were oh, the number one stop. defense in the league last year Fuck. for five. I believe it was four weeks. They were four and zero, best defense in, in in the world. Um, obviously that tailed off, but I feel like they have the the parts in place to to do it. Um, and I think they could. And I like Matt Rule. I'm a Matt Rule guy. I think he's he's a good head coach. Um, and, and I believe in him. And he took his guy. Uh, and he tried to to get things going. So, um, I, I think the Panthers are my NFC uh, long shot. Flip it on over to the AFC, Gooch. Your long shot is whom? I think everybody knows who my long shot is. You've been talking AFC's a lot about the him. Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah. Trevor Lawrence. What a pretty lady he is. No, I'm kidding. He's he is a man. But no, Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> I think, makes another step this year. They finally got out from under the Urban Meyer debacle. And Doug Peterson, he's the perfect guy for the job because he's going to make everything super boring and super easy for Trevor Lawrence. Um, I'm, I know that they overpaid for Christian Kirk, but Christian Kirk is a nice player. He's going to do fine. He's not going to live up to the contract, but it does give them a much-needed weapon. And I don't know if anybody has seen Travis Etienne's workouts this offseason. I know it doesn't really translate all the time, but sometimes it just does. This guy's a fucking beast. He's vaulting up my draft boards, by the way. Travis Etienne, Etienne I've seen him going in this latest Coming off injury, round. <clears throat> Excuse me. Coming off an injury, but it's an ACL, and I feel like that's not really an injury in, this, in the NFL anymore. What do you mean it's not really an injury in the NFL? Um... Odell Beckham played last season without one. No, he didn't. That's a lie. I know, but no, I think that he's a young enough guy. I think he'll be. Leave it to Odell to get that stirred up. I won't won't comment about ACL injuries and players. And I do think (laughs) that Josh Allen is is arguably the most underrated NFL defender in the league. Josh Allen, Jaguars. You watch what he did against Buffalo last year, and he completely owned Josh Allen, um, MVP frontrunner. So. They do have some stars. Trayvon Walker added as the number one pick overall. Their defense little left a little to be desired last year, but that was to be expected. They had really no leadership. I think that with better quarterback play, less turnovers, a better running game this year, the defense will have their uh, a little easier. Plus, I'm not really sold on many teams in their division outside of the Colts. I think the Titans are going to regress major, and um, the Texans are garbage. Solid. So All the Jaguars right. are going to be a playoff team and definitely slap the over six wins on Jacksonville. Speaking of a team with low wins that you can slap the over, I'm going with the New York football Jets. Um, I'm the only one that seems to be on this <laughs> hype train of um, uh, of Zach Wilson, but also on the hype train of a second-year coach in Robert Sala. I think you know he got his feet wet as a head coach. He went through the trials and tribulations of a really piss poor season last year. You know, so if you get that out of the way and you get that under your belt and you realize, you know, okay, this ain't like just being a defensive coordinator, folks. This is a lot harder than I thought. And of course, growing pains that happens. Uh, Zach Wilson is now forced, forced. I'm telling you right now, he is forced to be good this year, or the book will be closed on him. I'm telling you right now, like they've already surrounded him with weapons. Elijah Moore's coming back up. Uh, he's got decent weapons, that two-headed monster behind him now. And I say monster as if, like, you know, uh, again, I think Michael Carter was good. And then you add the kid this year. Was it Bryce Hall? Bryce? Is that Brees. Brees Hall. Um, you add him, and all of a sudden, things are going to happen. Things are going to click. This offense could be good. I'm looking at the defensive side of the ball. If C.J. Mosley can play back to such, like, half of the potential that people said he had as a Baltimore Raven, he can lead that defense, right? He's got to stay healthy. That's right, really that's what, what I'm saying. If you just stay on the field, he'll be good. Sauce Gardner, again, you pick him that early, you're expecting big things. We talked about the NBA draft being nothing uh, to do with the NFL draft because the NFL draft, if you're picked in the first round, you are expected to go right in there, unless you're a project quarterback. Other than that, you're probably going to be inserted right in. So that's why I'm with... I'm all about um, 
The New York Jets. Sa- Sauce Gardner. Well, the uh, New York Jets, too. But I do want to bring up this. Last year, the Jets went 0-6 in the AFC East. 0-6. They didn't win one division game. This year, if they could just go 3-3, three and three, right? Just th- go 500 within your division. I assume you'll, you'll get swept by Buffalo. And maybe you pick off a game against Miami, right? You can sweep the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Patriots aren't built the way they used to be. And I don't care who the fuck their head coach is. I don't care how many Super Bowls he's won. The Patriots, and I'll talk about them in a little bit, not the team they used to be. So I'm looking at this five and a half wins, and I'm thinking, this is low. This is low for the Jets. I feel like if you go three and three within your division, all you got to do is pick up three wins outside the division. Sign me the fuck up all the way. Jets, you're the team. You're your year. You just got- need to hope Zach Wilson doesn't see ghosts again. That wasn't him. That was Sam Darnold. No, it wasn't. It was him. Sam Darnold saw ghosts, and no, then they I, shipped his ass out of town. I am like ninety five percent sure that because I'll was take game. the five percent. You said it, and and you, it. You, when you said it. You were a hundred percent. Yeah, you were okay. very confident. You dropped quick. You were right. yes, but I can relate you, to that. I do that a lot. Seconds. No, there's no reason. Is, I'm telling you, I I know things sometimes. Oh, I, I now I hope Dave is wrong. No, there's no way. So it was the day he threw four interceptions. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson did not see ghosts. That was Sam Darnold. Oh, no. please find out. He got asked if he was seeing ghosts. They did that as a joke because of, of the other guy. Darnold said he I was seeing ghosts out there. That's the that's the joke of it. So, yes, some uh, Manea, or what the hell's his name? The Jets guy? The pitcher for Ma- the Padres? No, the, uh, Misha. Uh, I forget the fucking guy's name. Anyway, he's the one who probably went out there with his stupid credentials. Like, Are you seeing ghosts like Sam Darnold? So, yeah, the question was probably asked, but it came from Sam Darnold. Thank anyway, anyway, God damn it. Anyway, so give me the Jets. <laughs> so middle of the pack team, all right? Middle of the pack team that might kind of reach greater pastures, I guess you could say, in 2022. So those, we already listed our four surprise teams in the NFL. Now it's middle of the pack. They were right there, and now they'll go. So AFC, you have at it. Hey. I am seeing things, by the way, not ghosts. I am looking around this room, and I don't know if, maybe I'm stroking out. Because I'm seeing things like moving images. This is not well. I'm not well. This this cup of coffee was such a mistake. Such a mistake. This is way too much caffeine for the human body. I made a mistake, guys. I'm gonna. Um, I might step out. But anyway, go ahead. Okay, so middle my of my I'm middle of the pack up. team <laughs> is the Miami Dolphins. I think that they added a lot. Right. You're looking at their win total from last year. They were nine and eight. So this isn't a, a major reach, but they're with a new coach. So I think there's obviously a little trepidation with going with the Dolphins. But all the additions that they've made and their win total is sitting at nine in terms of the over-under. So and basically they won nine games last year. Do the same year. thing last year, yeah. <clears throat> so if they just mimic what they did last year, then they're going to win nine games. I think that the roster is much better. The addition of Tyreek Hill. Um, Tua actually being the quarterback from the outset, which I don't believe he was last year, was he? Was Tua given the keys right out of the gate? No, remember it was uh, – oh, wait, that wasn't Fitzpatrick. He had the whole year. Yeah. Okay. So Even when he went down, I think he did go down, but it was did, somebody else. He did miss else. some time. Um, was it Brissett? Did Brissett yeah, get yes. the – and then yes. he got the pay yes, – yeah, yes. okay, so Brissett. Um, so they added basically Chase Edmonds and then the entire San Francisco 49er backfield. Familiarity with the McDaniel system. Um, I just think the Dolphins right now – are being overlooked because of the quarterback situation, but I think he's a better player than people give him credit for. Much like a Jimmy G situation, where it's just he, the guy just wins. His win totals are. Are you are you are you like okay or are you <laughs> Dude, shocked know. at my? I don't know. I might need to borrow your sunglasses. <laughs> but anyway, um, keep going. 
Yeah, they did lose a lot of guys, too. So there was major roster turnover. But as I'm looking at the guys that they lost, outside of Devontae Parker, who was easily replaced with Tyreek Hill, I don't really see much of a um, of a threat of them really Ooh. missing anybody. Maybe Jacoby Brissett went. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a new nickname uh, for Tua. It's Tua turned a ball over. <laughs> I like that. Sean Reddick coming in with that one. Tim Riley came in before, and he asked if, like, I feel like this might have been a layup. For some one of us, I took somebody else. We'll get to that in a second. But like for one of us to say the Chargers are right there, like I feel like the Chargers were good, like real good last year. Yeah, but they and they were like one bad decision away from like but getting missed, even better. They missed the postseason. But look, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the Eagles in a minute, and they made the playoffs last year. So yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, we'll talk like about the Eagles. Which team is making a, uh, the next step? I don't really. I wouldn't say that we're vaulting these all these guys into contender status, but I do think that the Eagles are potentially going to be contenders in the NFC this year. We'll talk about it. Um, my AFC team uh, is the Broncos. I think um, with good quarterback play, meaning Russ Wilson, I mean, look, you can't look at Russell Wilson and, and just pretend that he's not good anymore. Like last year he was hurt. Geno Smith came in in relief a little bit, right? He was just, it was just a weird year. You get the new start, right? You get the new start of, of what's about to happen in, in Denver, and he's got himself a decent team, right? He's got himself a good coach now. Uh, what's this guy from uh, Green Bay? I feel like he's on the packet, ready to go to lead that team. And again, massive two-headed monster with the, re the return of, of Melvin Gordon, right? And then Javante Williams, and obviously their receivers are just absolutely stacked, I think. Sutton uh, and... Um, which about Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy, like this team is primed to do well. And I read an article about Bradley Chubb saying like this, this dam is about to break. Like they're really about to take off as a team. Um, and I think that the problem is the division they play in. That's why I'm, I'm like, all right, they're 10 and a half win total right now as a seven and 10. So what's the, what's the difference that Russ makes? Can he get four wins more than last year? Because Russ is your quarterback. Very, very, very close. I don't know if I fully believe it when I'm saying it, um, but the Broncos could be primed for a better season than they had last year. So that's why I think they're like they're right there, and I think Russ puts them over the top. It's a, it's a fucking shame that I don't like Russ at all anymore. I mean, he's cringe. He, I mean, he's just so talk, hard to listen to, listen to and, to, and right. like just in general, everything about the guy makes me uncomfortable. Um, but I like a lot of the other players on the Broncos, and I want to I want to go against them this year big time. Like, I want to hate on Denver because of Russ. But I love Javante Williams. I love Cortland Sutton. I don't really love Jerry Judy, but I think he's a good player. Um, he might have a suspension looming. No, they, they got that. I feel like that's done. That got, it's never actually done. You know what I'm saying? I like, read, it's I done read the in detail. the law. I read the details. It's done in the law, and it was a formality. He went spent the night in jail because it was a domestic situation, but it was proven— that there was nothing to do with him, like he didn't do anything wrong. Let's. I don't want to. I don't want to drag the guy. That I read an article that was pretty much clearing him, and like if there was an article clearing somebody, which the media doesn't clear anybody, they all suck. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume that Jerry Judy's good. Okay. Um, well, that said, yeah, Javante Williams. I don't think they're gonna win 11 games. I think they have potential to fall flat because someone in that division is gonna fall flat, right? You would think. Last like, year, not a, they can't win every week. You I, compare know I, mean? like, I compare it last year to the AFC, NFC West, where it was we thought all the teams were going to be good. Maybe Arizona was on the outside looking in, hmm. and Seattle ended up sucking. Oh, Seattle, yeah. They so suck. there's going to be a team. I don't know which one it's going to be, but one of those teams are going to suck. It's probably going to be either Denver or, or Vegas. Okay. Sorry, Joe. It's all good. Um, all right, moving on over to the NFC. You alluded to it before. You're going with the Philadelphia Eagles as your fringe team looking to take the next step. Yeah, I think the Eagles are clearly 
up and down their roster better. They didn't lose anybody, and they added key pieces, in a, a key piece in A.J. Brown. If A.J. Brown brings at least one healthy knee with him, he's going to be fine because he's done what he's done basically on two bad knees every year. Very tough, very game player. Um, hopefully the surgery's got things sorted out. I think he's two years removed now from mm. the surgery. Yeah, no, he was fine last but he year. He had surgery on both of his knees, and he he wasn't fine last year. I think A.J. Brown had a down year. I'm saying health-wise, I think he was back, all right. The full bounce back you could expect this year. Um what A.J. Brown does to that offense is he puts everybody down a rung, and that's where everybody belonged on that Eagles offense. Jalen Rager, I know Dave, you know, there's the joke, they picked Justin Jefferson, or him over Justin Jefferson. That's not a joke. That was a real thing that's that a, happened. That, that's a it real fact. It is hysterical fact. for uh, Eagles haters, but Jalen Rager, don't crucify the guy because they fucked up. Not you particularly, but now Jalen Rager gets to step into a role he's more suited for. Devontae Smith gets to play the slot. Um, I just think that's a, a really good put-together offense. And I really am high on Kenneth Gamewell as one of the like unsung, really good players in the NFL. Casey Hammond coming in. Speaking of just real quick, to before are you done with and the Eagles? Jalen Hurts is going to take another step this season. And um, there was a comment in. before where Sean Reddit or Kyle quoted Stop Sean Reddit saying that Jalen Hurts is better than Dak. I don't believe that just yet, but I do think it's a there, there's a conversation. Sean Redd, but he's, no, he's a Philly guy. Yeah. Of course he's going to be. I think there's going to be a conversation to be had at certain points this season about that. I think they're, Jalen Hurts is a very good comparison to Dak Prescott. He has a way to go to get there, but we'll see. Okay. Uh, before we get into my team, Casey Hammond, who was our one of our new so – I'm going to call you an associate producer right now because you came up <laughs> with a bunch of topics. We're definitely going to dive into some of them, and we'll talk more about your role in a second. But Hammond is a CHOP sports family member now. Um, the Chiefs are missing the playoffs. He said he's calling it now. I find it hard-pressed to think that any team led by um, their coach. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. <laughs> Sorry. Andy Reid uh, misses the playoffs. I feel like he's got this team – Right of the rock and roll. It's it's Pat Mahomes. Like it, that, I, it's gonna be tough. But the AFC West in general is gonna be tough. All right, moving on over to my team on the fringe. Uh, I'm going with the Saints. Uh, the New Orleans Saints are getting Jameis Winston back. Um, the Camara suspense. Did you just do the thing? I did. Ugh, gross. The Camara suspension is looming. We don't know what that's gonna be. He beat the shit out of somebody during the Pro Bowl weekend in Vegas. So. We don't know if he's going to get suspended for three, six, a year. Who knows? But I think they're still equipped with a really good offense and even a much more improved defense, believe it or not. The the tandem of the Honey Badger and Marcus May behind, like, the, to lead the defense, like, that's that's incredible to me, and I think it's really good. Um, I do want to say that their receivers right now, it, a question mark, but I feel like if Jameis can play Jameis Winston football and start slinging it all over the place, you're getting Michael Thomas back, right? You're getting uh, the, the rookie at Ohio State, uh, Olave. You're getting Jarvis Juice Landry in the house, former LSU player. So now he's coming home, right? I'm sure there's going to be some kind of, you know, correlation there. And I think the Saints are right there. Um, and it's a first-year head coach. So that's the reason why I would think maybe not. But when you project them at eight wins and they went nine and eight last year without Jameis Winston, that for me, that's a, yeah, a no-brainer. I'm I'm high on the Saints. I'm not saying I'm high on the Saints. I'm not just I'm just not all out on the Saints this year. Anon saying Michael Thomas isn't back. Well, how hard of well, an injury Michael is Thomas that? isn't back because I didn't he, say he's back. I, I, feel, like, like, I like, feel like he's going to be playing football week one unless right. something unless like the CTE creeps in. And I'm not making jokes. I really do think Michael Thomas is off the rails a little bit. Um, Jarvis Landry, I feel like his best days are behind him. But doing what he's needed to do over there, I think it's going to be fine. 
they I feel like they're all the three are the same exact receiver, and Olave might be the best one right out of the gate. Um, comparisons take. to like a young Marvin Harrison slash Isaac Bruce type. I know that's lofty, but I feel like Olave is just really smooth, and he's going to be good right away. Um, Tony Richardson is a good replacement for Kamara when he's out, and I think he might even be a better pure runner than Kamara is. So I don't think they're going to miss a beat there. Jameis coming back, if he's healthy, they're going to be good. Offensive line might be an issue because they lost some guys, but those guys were out all year anyway, so I'm not so sure that's going to really affect them negatively. And the division they play in sucks. I know you picked Carolina as a surprise team, but at the end of the day, they started with three wins. They, I'm finished, pick, they you, finished with five. So. You want my bold take right now? The Saints are winning the South. The Saints will win the South. They will beat Tampa Bay in that division. <laughs> they will win the South this year. It's a bold take, but um, I'll co-sign co it because of my hatred for Tom Brady, but I don't fully believe that. I don't know if you do either, but I, it's definitely uh, a, a very I'm, good chance. I'm, I'm up on him. I'm up on him. Anyway, all right. So, outside of that, Gooch, outside of the teams that we think are going to perform uh, over expectations, under expectations, whatever, you know, teams that are going to get there, are there any teams in your mind that were that are always touted going into the year um, and won't be as good as well, built? I wouldn't say that this team is always touted. At least this year. Yeah, I think that they're they're touted this year for good reason because they played in the Super Bowl last year. But I just feel like the Bengals, man. I feel like the Bengals, they had a magical run last year. Going into the postseason, nobody was really giving them a chance to come out of the AFC. They caught lightning in a bottle, and they had the Joe Burrow effect. And that that's present. That will be there this year as well. But I'm not so sold on that defense. The one thing I do like about the Bengals, though, and their ability to stay good is their head coach. And obviously the Burrow to Jamar Chase situation, mm. T. Higgins, their offense is loaded. Don't get me wrong. But I just think that with the Super Bowl hangover, traditionally in the NFL, what happens, the team that loses the Super Bowl has a, has a tough go of it the following year. They're almost the hunted without having any reason to be, if that makes sense. The AFC is so and there's goddamn an extra loaded. Game, a shorter offseason. I'm not sure how much that plays into things because they're not even allowed to hit in practice anymore. So I'm sure they're all ready to go. But I just, no, I'm, I'm saying that the Bengals definitely tail off this year. They could still win the division because it's. I'm not so sure anybody jumps out at me, but they're not going to make. The you don't like the Ravens to sure. come back with Lamar healthy. I got to see it. I do like the Ravens. If I had to pick who's going to win it, I'll pick Baltimore, no doubt about it. But I still don't don't, don't count out Pittsburgh yet either. So there is a doubt about it. <laughs> no, I would pick Baltimore, no doubt, but I'm not counting Pittsburgh out. Okay, I am counting out. Um, but there's Cleveland. there's a little bit of doubt in your pick of the. Um, I'm, I'm well. Anyway, uh, I got a team, okay? The New, England, <laughs> the New England Patriots. Not saying that they're being touted to be these world beaters because they're not. But I think it's over in New England. I think I don't care what Mac Jones brought last year. It doesn't matter to me. I think Belichick is in over his head now. <laughs> the staff was assembled horribly. They did not address the key things to get Mac Jones to the next level. I think their best receiver is Devontae Parker. And I'm not saying Parker's a slouch. I think he's actually a good receiver. But when you're the only guy, like I don't feel like anybody else could could take that number two rollover. They got a nice little tandem at tight end, and that's the quarterback's, a young quarterback's best friend, right? Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith. I get it. But I think they're built wrong this year. I don't think they did enough in the offseason. And I think the Patriots finished last in the AFC East this year. But I got more teams. I don't know if you have any more. Do you have any more? Um, I got two more. Yeah, there is another one. I just forgot. About As you it. look for it, I'll say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
they're going into the season. You know, everybody. Oh, Tom Brady's back. So what is that? What exactly does that mean? Is he is he going to light the world on fire at age fifty four or whatever the fuck he is at this point? Like. It's time that somebody's going to knock the dust off this old man. Oh, it's, yeah. it's going to happen. They're not equipped with the same amount of talent that they used to have. While I still believe in Mike Evans, and I still believe when Godwin gets back, he's going to be good too. I just don't see it. No more Gronk. And I'm saying, yeah, he was wonky anyway because of all the injuries and the back stuff and all that stuff. But, like, Tom Brady, it's time. It's time for – nobody gets to ride off into the sunset just as a historic winner, Right. Even even when even Elway when did, but pay, who Elway? Yeah, but even that, Twice. like you, but you Fucking said, and, and you you stand by this. Elway wasn't even a top quarterback in the league when he went out. I I believe Peyton that Manning still. went out on top, but he was barely there. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't get them to where they had to be in that year with the Broncos. I feel like Tom Brady's luck, skill, will be diminished this year. He's not lucky because he's obviously really good. He's the best no, ever he's do it. fucking lucky. So. You could say it. Well, Tom I don't, I don't think he's lucky. Luck. What would you say over there? God, I hope so. He I know. It seems. Well, first of all, you're a Giants fan. Yeah. So what the fuck you care? You beat him twice. I'm just. I'm sick and tired of everybody talking about him. <laughs> when he when he's oh. gonna retire, I was like, thank the Lord, I don't have to hear about him throughout the entire NFL. Did you season. actually thank God? Yes. You were I like, did. dude. Thank you so yes. much. Like, I am so done with this guy. He came back, he's, but he's already talking about it. He went on record and said, I felt pressured to come back because of free agency, blah, blah, blah. He don't want to be there. Bro. He signed with Fox already, guys. Dave. The guy wants to be a broadcaster. His quarterbacking elite days are over. We got, and guess we got, what? We got, the Cowboys are going to hand him his first we got, L in we got 2022. Dave questioning Tom Brady's drive right now. He doesn't want to be Why? There. Because he runs down the... Let's go! No, and he's no, like, no, I agree with you. And Corny. Wow, um, Corny. But no... Tom Brady wants to play. Otherwise, he wouldn't. Like, he he wants to play football. Yeah, you understand that, right? I understand. Like, All right, fine. You can love football. Tom Brady's one of the most competitive people in the history of the planet. He really is. He, I think that he's there. I don't know about his skill set still, but he's got tons of weapons, and they're basically just going to let him run everything over there. You would imagine, on offense at least. I'm still not, I'm still not sold on Mike Evans. What? what do you mean still not? What do you mean still not? Oh, Ten, like, like he's like, had 19 he, years of a thousand what do you, yards. What do you mean not sold? No, I meant like, because you know, last year he had a little <laughs> bit of a down year. Okay. Fair. I'm not sold on him bouncing back this okay. year is okay. what That's I meant. So take, different sorry. sentence. No, take different sentence. Take, take, yeah, take the stick. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Because I was like, that was almost like a AJ when he first came in here as an intern. He was Cowboy. like, Cowboy Cerrone sucks. I'm like, I, I mean, what? he does now. I mean, he doesn't. I was pre- trying to preface that as I meant I wasn't sold. Yeah. Remember, yeah. folks, he's going to host a hockey podcast. So if you want your good hot takes, <laughs> Mr. Nick over here is going to host a hockey podcast. Mr. I got, Nick. You, you got one more? The Titans. You By default, the because fall? they were the one seed, and they're not going to be okay. close to the one seed this year. Tannehill's on his – I wouldn't say he's on his way out, but down the stretch last season. Well, they drafted – They did get the one seed, but they did draft a quarterback. Willis. So Willis? I'm not saying yeah. that they're not sold on him because they got him in the third round. It's not like they, they mortgaged their future for I feel like guy, he but. fell because everybody was kind of content at quarterback. Once they got this their guy, it was over. deep quarterback class either. No, it wasn't deep at all, but I'm saying, like, I, I don't know. I just feel like – yeah. For somebody to take a gamble on a guy like Malik Willis, the offense, you have to have a project. The in offense store looks for him. completely different. They do have Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry back bro. healthy, but there is that workload issue plus the injury now that everybody was expecting to to eventually come to fruition. It did last year, and he missed a ton of time. He still was ninth in the NFL with 900 rushing yards, and he missed eight games, I believe. So Derrick Henry is obviously a stud when healthy, 
I just don't know if he's going to stay healthy. They have Robert Woods as the number one receiver. Traylon Burks, who we don't know much about. I think he has potential to be a T.O. type. He also has potential to be a Kelvin Benjamin type. Oof. If he's anywhere that's in the middle, fucking, it'll be that's okay. That's a long but, spectrum. You know, it's, it might not be out of the gate. you got to expect a little bit of a learning curve there. I do think their defense is really good, so it could, could keep him in some games, and their division is not so great. So there's there's a chance at some win totals. I mean, Vegas, I think, agrees with me. I'm not I'm not sure I don't have it in front of me, but I think that their, their win total is down to like eight and a half. Now, we're talking about teams. They won 11 last year. Yeah, so we're talking about teams that were good last year <laughs> that we think can kind of fall this year. I got one more. I got the Green Bay Packers. He doesn't even believe that. I do believe that a little bit. Not all, not a lot of it, a little bit. Um, I don't think everybody is putting enough stock into the fact that Aaron Rodgers lost the best receiver in football. I don't think, like, you could say the same thing about the Cowboys, but Amari Cooper wasn't the best receiver in football. So that's a different drop off. You could say the but, same thing about the Cowboys, but he's a Cowboy fan, so he won't. But I, I just, I wrote it down. Can say the same thing about the Cowboys because but, the Packers, listen, the Packers went. 13 and 4 last year. I can't look at I mean they're going to run through the NFC North fine. You know like give me a split with the Vikings but probably going to sweep the the Lions and the and the, and the Bears so you got five wins right there out the gate, right? But like if they're 13 and 4 last year and they finished 11 and 11 and 6 this year. Do you feel like that's a, that's a significant drop? Two games? Um like how many wins is Devontae Adams and Rodgers combination attack, like acquire. Like what, what does that equal to you? You're the Packer guy. What is that combination? How many games were won last year because of the fact that they had Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball to Devontae Adams? You could make the case that they lost one game because Aaron Rodgers only threw to Devontae Adams in the second that half. That was the second. The, yeah, it was the, the 49 so, game. Fine. So, I mean, look. To sit here and say that the Packers are a better offense without Devontae Adams, that's a lie. The expectations are significantly lower on offense. I think that's almost a good thing for an Aaron Rodgers-led team. I, I don't think, though, because he's very, he's very, I don't put him in the the boohoo Baker mode, but, like, if things don't go well, you'll know it. You'll oh, see it. Verbal oh, language, yeah, like body yeah, language. Right. Because when they drafted Jordan Love and things weren't going well, all he did was go out and respond by winning two straight MVPs. So I don't agree with that. I think what that now he's got a chip on his shoulder. The expectations are lower. Oh, I lost my receiver. Okay. Now Aaron Rodgers is definitely going to I wouldn't say he's going to struggle, but he's not going to put up the MVP numbers. I don't predict an MVP for Aaron Rodgers this season. I just simply don't. You need Devontae for that. But I don't know that the wins won't translate anyway. They have other ways to win on offense. They do have a 7 and 0 record and I've said this multiple times under the Michael uh, Matt LaFleur era. In games, Devontae Adams is missed. So it's not like they haven't went out there and won. If And I say that, and people are like, oh, they roll their eyes. But if they were 1-6 in six in games with no Devontae Adams, that I guess cause for concern. Yes. other people would start talking shit and be like, bro, they were 1-6 in six without Devontae. How are they going to do it? So I so will yes, take they're, that. They're well, when, when talking about the Packers, they're equipped to be the division very, winners very without good question. coach. Great Very coach. good defense. I think that's going to Their defense might even be better forward. this year than they were last year, and I understand that. But I just, I don't know. I think there's not enough people speaking oh, I love about this the Aaron Rodgers lack of Devontae we, we Adams. Can, we can talk about it, and I will talk about it, because this is the one thing that I think Green Bay, Green Bay <laughs> might have been the Super Bowl champion last year if they played well on special teams. They would have. I think they lost two, two games in the regular season based on special teams alone, and then they lost in the playoffs. I wouldn't say based on that alone, but the blocked punt touchdown mm, yeah. had a lot to do with it. Huge. Um, but to fix things, the Packers paid a shit ton of money. They're not really a, a 
They're they're a fairly frugal franchise. They don't spend a ton. They spent a lot of money on a special teams coordinator. Do you know who it is? Rich Bisaccia from of the, the Raiders, Vegas Raiders of Dallas fame. So <laughs> but in in other words, the guy should have been a head coach. He was in the running for the Jaguars head coaching job. I felt like Vegas should have given him at least an opportunity. I think so too. I understand why they didn't, but, but I do feel you like, know? like why didn't they? That's my my yeah. When you have a chance, uh, but even if they had the chance to go get Josh McDaniels, right, and they signed them up, and here we go, well, here's the fee- like. But Basaccia, those guys played for them. I think him. I think that there was there's certain guys that are better at what they do, right? Basaccia was a re- is a really good interim head coach. I don't know. I mean, like he hasn't had a head coaching job for a really long time. He's the type of guy that runs a unit and like he has his relationship with his players. But you know, the track record is it's. He had a situation last year where it was like all a perfect storm for a guy like him, right? But I don't think that he's sitting here um, going to take the Raiders to the Super Bowl, nor do I think Josh McDaniels will. So, um, And like I said, I'm not trying to be Mr. Stir the Pot by putting the Packers here because I, I feel like the Cowboys and the Packers right now are on literally the same level as far as like shit division, right? You can run through your division, probably trip up once. I don't know where it comes, but it could happen, right? And then like you have the NFC as a whole and you look at the, around the NFC and you're like, okay, how about the Rams, right? Can they fall off? I feel a Super Bowl hangover can happen, but they'll still win their games, the Rams right? Are fucking loaded. They are loaded. They have a lot of talent, but sometimes those teams that are most loaded on paper, they don't deliver. They don't deliver. And I feel like in January of 2023, we could see the Cowboys and the Packers in the title game this year. This I mean, could be the it's year. It's not outside the realm of possibility. It's not. And, 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 and I say that by saying that the Packers are going to be not as good. You know, and I still, but I still believe the that the NFC, NFC is the NFC, that NFC, shitty. I feel like it's very top heavy and there's a lot of shit teams. But you in say the back top end. heavy. I'm thinking there's only like, there's like four, there's, four teams and, then a, ma- and like, then a major drop off. So that's top heavy. So it's like we're looking at. I just the figured Rams, if there's 16 teams the Rams, in one division, I would say Rams, top heavy would Packers, be like. Nine. I mean, like you want to throw the 49ers in there? I don't. I don't. Not, a, not with Trey not Lance, with Trey the Lance unknown. Yet, but, but don't If he's count good, them out. great. If he's they're, good, they're definitely going to be a. If Trey Lance is good. That 49er team can soar. Trust me. Because that like coach the 49ers is great. have a really, really high ceiling and a really high and like a pretty high floor as well. I think they're gonna be a, a team that's competitive no matter what in most games they play. But if Trey Lance is the guy, they have a chance to be the best. Sean Redding coming in saying the Packers and the Cowboys similarities start and end with both of them being coached by Mike McCarthy. <laughs> I don't see I, mean, I don't believe that. I, I don't think that they are very similar in terms of the way the teams are at all, but in terms of their, their well, win think totals. About it. But think about it though. If, if you look at both teams before we get out of here, because I don't want to like go on a Packers and Cowboys rant, but like look at both teams. And I'm not comparing Dak to Rodgers. Yes, Rodgers is better than Dak. But I'm saying they have a good quarterback, right? Yours is great, mine's good. Then you have the running game, which two-headed monster. People are sleeping on Zeke. That's fine. But Zeke and Pollard, and then Dylan and, and Jones, very similar. They lost their number one guy, Cooper gone, Adams gone, right? You have an emerging tight end. Uh, coming back from injury from last year, we have Dalton Schultz. You have I would, I would like him to go back to wherever he's emerging from. I like the guy. I just don't think he's good. I think he's actually pretty Robert good. Tonyan, Tonyan. I think he's actually really good. Um, and then like their offensive line again, young. Bakhtiari's good. He'll be back and healthy. The Cowboys got a little younger. Lost one guy on the right side of the of the you know right tackle, but we have a guy that kind of just came in, stepped in, filled the void. So I feel like both offenses are very similar, and both defenses are very similar. The Cowboys and the Packers are very very similar this year, and I think that leads me to to say that both of them could drop off considering. So if the if the Packers went thirteen and four and go to eleven and six, not the end of the world. The Cowboys went twelve and five. If they go ten and seven. 
I start raising red flags because it's like the division they ran through is bad. I can't find six losses for for either of them. I've looked. I've tried to find as many cowboy losses as possible. (laughs) Six is tough. That division's not good. No, it's not good. And and, and people say the emergence of the Eagles, like you were just talking about, while I think that Jalen Hurts and that team is better this year than they were last year, yes, I'm not going to sit here and say no. Like That's that's 100% fact. The Giants sticking with Daniel Jones is a problem, right? The Washington Commanders going with Carson Wentz thinking he's the savior is a problem. So that division, to me, is a two-team race, and I think the Cowboys have a better team overall. Same thing with the Packers. Them and the Vikings are going to, you know, the Packers and the Vikings will win games, but at the end of the day, it's Rodgers over Cousins any day of the week, twice on Sunday, three times on Sunday, okay? That's that's why I think both of these teams could be the one-two and I'm not discrediting the Rams, and I'm not even discrediting some teams like the Bucks. I know a lot of people, I, I think they'll fall off because I think Brady's going to get hit and turn to dust this year. But, you know, I could be wrong on that one, and people think, oh, he's still got the drive. Great. But he's still fucking 50 years old. So that's my rant I'd on I'd still that. kick the shit out of him. <sighs> you, well, who? How many guys you want to line up to fight, by the way? you got Now you got Dane Cook fight on your Dane heels. Cook. He probably wants to fight me. The fuck? <laughs> I have no beef with Dane Cook. He's just You have funny. no beef with Dane Cook, but yet you came out there yesterday publicly and said he's a piece of shit and you're glad he failed. Check the tape. <laughs> that I, don't know, I don't know if I said I that or not, so I'm not going to deny it, but I don't think I did. I think that he's not funny, and that's what I said, and he's a pussy Red Sox fan. Interesting. All right. Anyway. Looking ahead, uh, tomorrow's Thursday, <laughs> so we do have the Cap House uh, visit tomorrow with uh, with Kyle, um, and we're right there. The NFL, we're going to start previewing teams on Monday. Um, we'll break down the entire league and their teams and their win totals and everything like that and projected starters, up, depth charts. NFL heavy coming. The All-Star break is coming uh, for the uh, Major League Baseball, which could be in a couple, you know, what is it, a couple weeks from now? The 20, weekend of the 23rd. You talk about a dead time in sports. That Monday? Like when there's no like home run derby or well, anything. Well, by then we'll be knee deep in the yes, NFL. Yes, but I'm just saying so. it's it's happening. We'll get more into the MLB in our second half predictions probably tomorrow or Friday before we start diving into the NFL. So keep checking us out. We appreciate you guys. If you're watching this right now on, on YouTube, please like this video. It helps us tremendously. So like the video. We always have the same amount of like totals every, no matter how many people watch the show. It's always like low so i need you guys to help us out that helps us get the search people will watch us people will listen to us and um you know i don't think we have that many like crazy takes where the guys would anybody would shut us off and say these guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about like i think the 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 stuff that we talk about is logical somebody in the comments said that your opinions are invalid because you're a cowboys and uh, Yankees fan, and you probably like the Lakers and Notre Dame. And they, who they, said they, that? They, it was just one of the YouTube comments. Like um, today? No, not not in here. It was like one of the troll oh. comments. Oh, oh! I was surprised you didn't respond. No, I because I didn't see it. Now I will. <laughs> the guy on the right's opinion is invalid. Uh, I am not a Lakers fan. I'm a, a struggling Knicks fan. I'm a struggling Rangers fan. I'm a struggling <laughs> Cowboys fan. So shut the fuck up because none of that shit is valid at all. So neither my is your opinions are- apparently. <laughs> Apparently, because of YouTube user one two three four, who thinks he, you know, I will run circles no, around I you, think Junior. His, his name actually had some type of like poop connotation to it. I'm not even joking. I gotta find this. Yeah. All right, it was poopy like guy. poopy jalupy or something. See you weird. soon, bro. I'll run circles around you. Speaking of the Cowboys, I do want to say one more thing. Um, I've created or started to. I'm starting to assemble the troops. I've gone completely tired of the Dallas Cowboys. You know, and the mainstream media, obviously, that's why we're doing chop sports. But like the Dallas Cowboys have a like a force of content creators that are really, really good. 
and I'm starting something with them, like our own network. And I think it's going to be a big, big hit. Um, so look for that soon. Not Nothing Chop Sports related. This is my own. Let me make sure that the world sees the better content creators out there rather than Mike fucking Fisher of Sports Illustrated. Nobody likes you, and uh, you suck. The Cowboys conglomerate could stay the fuck away from me. I agree. All right. So anyway. They're, they're all in the t- comments right now. There's like seven of them. I don't care. I don't care. Um, Scoop says, uh, Dave, you're optimistic all, all the time. It's adorable. Well, I, you know. Yeah, I think it's a good way to live, Scoop. Not like everything sucks around me like you do every day. Um, I'll be at the Cap House tomorrow. You're not invited anymore, Scoop, actually, with that comment. So you can just sit your ass at home and and, and do nothing. So anyway, Toast is awake. It's 7 o'clock over there. So make sure you tune in. I'm sure they're going live. I think they're going live today at 3 o'clock uh, for over on the, the Sauce Network on their YouTube channel. Kyle Kerms, look him up. It's actually his page is right under us. So, or it's like right, it's within our page. So you can find it easily there. They do all their picks, over-unders, win totals, strikeout totals, all that shit for baseball. They go knee-deep in that shit. So go support those guys as well. So that's it. That's the show. That is our Wednesday edition. That is our hump day edition of the Chop Sports Daily. Thank you guys for watching. For Sturch, Gooch, Nick behind the glass, Madison behind the scenes. You get any uh, behind the scenes action today? No. Wow. What wow. do you do Is this here? a real stat that uh, Matthew Stafford... <laughs> she went to the post office for me, Matthew by the way. Stafford, Shout out to Madison. Matthew Stafford led the NFL in picks last year. That's crazy. I he didn't went, know that. He went through it was a tied with, tied with uh, Remember, yeah, there Trevor was a Lawrence. couple weeks where it was like real, there was like a pick six every week. The Rams were I know, struggling. I know there was one one week. Why? Because the Packers did it? Yeah, I know one right, of well, them. Anyway, take care, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.